I mean, it get you know me. It can have it can have different little whatnots with it. All right, that's how we get people in trouble. Welcome to Views from the Floor podcast. This is Nico. Just cause. Yo, it's Taz, and we here, man. Another week, and we are joined by a very special guest. Um, I let him introduce himself. Um, so my name is Days on eighty five. Some people may know me as Wrong. Um, but yeah, you can just call me Days on eighty five. Days Wrong, whatever, whatever fits. You know, at the moment. Hey man, I I know you about a couple of days too, so we gonna get <laughs> yeah, into that facts. as well. Um, before we get into it, how's y'all week been, fellas? Uh, man, bittersweet. Yeah, bittersweet, you've been, you been having a little rough I, week. I, it's been a the, it's been a rough year. Yeah, it's just been death, like death, man. Yeah. So, uncle, my great uncle, uh, uncle died last Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So, I had his funeral Monday in Ohio. I didn't go because it's a hot spot and I can't. Yeah, for, for work sure. reasons. My for mom, sure. my my grandpa went, but I watched it. I watched the live. I watched the live on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, cause the funeral home. I hate starting off on a somber note like this. It's I'm okay. Sorry. That's what, that's why we come to you first. <laughs> yeah, but, um, but yeah, so like they they had the the funeral home had a lot. They live streamed it, mm-hmm. and man, let me tell you, my grandfather is one of the most st- stubborn. Mm-hmm. Strong, stoic individuals that I have known. Yeah, he's an old school man. They, man, Black Panther. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so I've only seen him break down twice before in my life, mm-hmm. and that was when uh, my uncle Aaron died, and this is when and when he was up there talking at his brother's funeral. Yeah. So like, my grandpa is like the last of his siblings. Yeah, this gotta be tough. And you know, I learned learned an interesting fact. So me and my mom share the same birthday, of course. So which is still which is, cool, which is still day. cool. But my my grandpa, my grandpa, his mom died on March the eighteenth, like like couple a few years before my mom was born. Damn, that's wild, ain't it? Yeah, very wild. I always learn something. But yeah, yeah. other than that though, week's been good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What about you, my man? It's good, you know. Uh, getting a lot of stuff ready for the next year. Oh yeah, you know I'm saying so. Yes. They've been pretty productive. Okay, so since. Last time I seen you was at the sit down, the infamous sit down. Facts. Where, you know what I mean? Shit got a little crazy. It did. <laughs> but let me tell you, I've gotten a lot of feedback from that. And a yeah. lot of people are like, yo, you handled that perfectly. See, my thing was, <laughs> I was trying to find the balance of letting them niggas cook yeah. and mm-hmm. get their shit off because that's what they needed to do. Well, you did yeah. a great job. And man. like also, because the cameras got cut off where it really got yeah. crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like, okay. like, there's a part in there where. Like, I thought, oh, hell, I'm going to have to break up a fight. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I thought. But I should have rolled throughout the work. I should have rolled throughout the work. You should have. Yeah. But since the sit down, man, how you been? I've been good, man. Just been working, um, you know, pushing the project. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Shot a few videos for it that we, Ooh. you know, excited to okay. to put out. So and, and he liked that one video they showed me? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Those days are behind us. Okay. Just, those days just, are behind us. Just making sure, you know what I mean? Because I'm trying to have a cameo on one of those. Hey, you man. I'll make sure to call you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just, just call me. I'm just trying to be the nigga in the corner. You know what I mean? The camera out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that wouldn't be weird at all. Yeah, nah, not at all. Not at all. Hey, man. You, you got to pull creativity from everywhere, <laughs> no, baby. That's facts. That's facts. Um, yeah, nah. Everything been straight with me. Uh. Pretty much like you've been doing, man. Just cooking for the next year. Right. Um, so before we really get into it, um, what what I want to do 
is I got a question to ask y'all. Oh gosh, it's a little bit, you know what I mean? A little bit out there, but it's me. You know what I mean? Nah, it's cool. Mm. What's the question? Hold on, I'm just making sure this is right still. Oh, okay. Okay. See, when you connect it in, that don't happen, Taz. Just letting you know. <laughs> um, we, was, anyway. we was rolling up until the last <laughs> yeah. 10 minutes. Uh, anyway, I got a question to ask because I don't have a clip to play today. Usually I play, I find some crazy-ass video. I like, sent you one. Like, uh, did you? Red House video, man. Oh, yeah. But sorry, though, we'll get it next time. Yeah, next <laughs> next time. Next time we'll do it. But, uh, like... Uh, one of those weeks, I found Freddie Gibbs is the funniest follower on Twitter. Yeah, see, he be, he be saying a lot of stuff. He put a video out of this crackhead woman getting her titty sucked. Mm. And I thought it was fantastic. I have mm. to send it to y'all because it is funny as hell. Mm. It ended up with some random guy just punching the dude that was sucking the titty in the face. I don't, I have no clue <laughs> why it just cuts We to need it. backstory. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Backstory context. But we need it's context. hilarious. But I do have a question. <laughs> So, so, do y'all have like a favorite porn clip you go to, mm. <laughs> or like like a certain a certain you know what I mean a certain porn star that you go to to like get your shit off, like when you know what I mean you might be scrolling yeah you might be scrolling nothing hitting right, so you know what I mean you go all right I'm oh, just good going. old faithful yeah you know what yeah. I mean. You got some of those? Man, back in high school, definitely was Pinky, but... Oh, uh, yeah, nah, she... Nah, not she, no more. Yeah. Uh, but shout out to Pinky, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but that was definitely high school. Yeah. Um, I mean, nah, it's not a specific person. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I, I'm i the type of person, bro, like... I like... It's going to sound weird, but it has to have a storyline to it. Yeah, nah, I'm with you. Because I feel I'm like... I feel like I could create a good one. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I got one in my mind. I'm gonna tell you this. One. I'm okay. gonna let it go. I got one in my mind. Where I show up at the door, and I'm like the cable guy. All right. And she she opens the door. You know she's got the shower. You know how it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. first thirty seconds she's in the shower, and she mm-hmm. comes to the door with a towel on, like mm-hmm. somebody really does that. And right. she opens the door, and I have like you know the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I got yeah. you, fam. And then I look at her and I say. Did somebody order some uh, cable? <laughs> and, then yeah. she sa- and then she says, yeah, right over here. So I go behind the TV, and I'm like, ooh, your cords look a little dusty. So I like I like stuff like that, because yeah. like, that stuff never happens in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, if, if you watch, people who watch, like, like amateur porn, mm-hmm. like, where they just set up a camera, I feel like that's weird. I feel okay, like you. Yeah, just, yeah. I feel like you spying on somebody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like I want multicam. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Storyline. Production. Yeah, production. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I want somebody to catch you at the end. Like all that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, I'm, I'm with you. Me yeah. and you on the same vibe. What about you? I feel y'all? like that's the artist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah. True. Yeah. True. True. Yeah. That comes with creativity, baby. If you're a creative person, that's how you're gonna think. <laughs> what, about, what about you, Deacon Taz? Deacon Taz has not watched porn since he has been married. Look at this nigga lying. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Look at this nigga I'm not lying. lying. I'm not lying, but I, I, you know, my in my 
Why pass. you nervous, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to put this What you mean your past? You well, only been married up. like three years. Exactly. It's been three years. <laughs> Man. Candace, he lying to you. I am not lying. Listen, when you listen to this back, Candace, he is lying. I'm Check not, his I'm cookies. Not, I'm not lying. <laughs> Check his cookies. Check this nigga's cookies. <laughs> Why he keep buying Jergens? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? I buy Nivea. Okay. <laughs> See what I'm saying? See? See, that's how you know this nigga lying. He always lying. Nah, always but, lying. Nah, but nah. I was Roxy Reynolds back mm. in the day. Back in the day. Roxy Reynolds. Roxy Reynolds back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> my nigga had memories. Back there, that's like the same boat like Pinky and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my nigga had memories. I like that shit. But nah, that was just my off the wall question for the day. Nah, I had no clip, man. But that was. Roxy Reynolds was nigga. I got all types of clips. <laughs> just like save, you gotta yeah. Just nah. you know what I mean. Just one of those like delete the history, damn, bro. I can't, I can't really, you know what I mean. It's nothing really hitting, <laughs> so I know this one go give me right every time. Mm, the go to. Hey man, listen. I look at porn stars like athletes, so I <laughs> I know where some of these women are from. You know what I mean, like. You they hating all this shit. Like, yeah, nigga, I, I need to know. Like, just like I know stats about LeBron, I know stats about these. <laughs> oh, sports. another thing, the parody joints. Those are fire. Oh, yeah, those are cool, too. Yeah, like yeah. The Fresh Prince parody joints? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Listen, y'all got to dive into y'all points. It's okay. We got we to gotta make this shit, like, But if you're out here normalized. watching regular one cam, one position, no, that's, you nasty. <laughs> yeah, you nasty. You, you psycho. You a, you a nasty dick. You kind of are psycho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because y'all yeah. put it like that. Yeah. Well, like the POV joints. That's nasty. Yeah, yeah, that's bro. crazy. That's nasty. Can you try to like put yourself in a position like that? Yeah, yeah, nah. It's, it's just you too disgusting. Much. Yeah. Go sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I didn't think we was gonna do that. Like, oh, I knew get it was that going way. That, that's we, good. We, we, knew, we knew where it was I going. It. We yeah, knew that, where it was that's going. good content, Snook. I think y'all got. You know what I mean. If you ever transition to doing <laughs> films, <laughs> I got them written my, up, bro. <laughs> my man got it. The you know cable I mean? joint gonna go. Listen, bro. That's I, gonna go. Listen, when when we met you and we talked to you, you said you manage everything on the spectrum. <laughs> you told me this. This is your words, my nigga. So that gotta fall in the spectrum somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere. I think you can get that off, especially in LA. What? That's the capital, right? <laughs> right. You either in LA or Miami. Yeah. Two beautiful cities, you know what I mean? Think about this one. You at a restaurant, y'all closing up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. The manager, she's a woman. Okay. You know what I mean? You the cook. She, <laughs> she said, did you clean off the grill? Not yet. But, so, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My, my nigga got him. Yeah. Snook, what you doing, bro? You got, you he got turned, gold. He turned the oven oh, wow. up. He, he, he turned that joint up. And you see her just like pull her hair down? Yeah. <laughs> he slap her between some like some steaks. He just put her right down some steaks. Yo. He could he flipping the steaks while he in the <laughs> All I'm saying is <laughs> this is golden content. Golden. Um, yeah. And you got something else on the spectrum, my dog. People will watch that. I will. Word. For sure. Um, let's get right into it, man. Days oh, on man. 85. Yes, sir. So, first question. It was two of y'all, correct? Uh, it was never officially a group called Days on 85. That's what yeah. everybody else bought into. But yeah, it, for the question, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, am I tripping? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was the second guy. Yeah, K. Austin. He um, yeah. we, we put a project out called Days on 85. Gotcha. So I was going by Romero Chavez. Right. 
in K. Austin. The project was called Days on 85, but people just ran with that's the group name as well. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, all right. It, that's it was what, never the group name. All right. That's where the confusion comes yeah, in. Because yeah. I was like, shit, it's, it's the group. That's that's what they are. Yeah, I yeah. mean, shit, I rolled with it. Yeah, yeah. It was sure. cool, you know what I mean? So now, I guess, now you rolling with the moniker yeah, yeah. Days on 85, which I think is dope. Appreciate it. Yeah, it was um, a gentleman. He had uh, put that nugget in my ear. He was just like, yo, I think you should run with the name mm-hmm. Days on 85 because it, it tells a story about, like, you know, us as creatives from South Carolina. Like, right. You have to hop on 85 to go to Atlanta or Charlotte to you yeah, know, yeah. chase your dreams. And mm-hmm. we were spending days, you know what I mean, on yeah, that highway. Literally. So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, What got you into the music? Um, Growing up in church, um, my whole family does music. You know what I'm saying? I grew up same, same, <laughs> same with him. Yeah, I, I, it's a lot of people around here. You know, we live in the yeah. Bible Belt, so growing up in church and like the first song I ever led was "I Believe I Can Fly" when I was like four years old. Okay, you know what I'm saying? And my brother, he's a producer. Uh, my mom and dad song on the on the ensemble choir. My my other brother, he he loves all types of music. So like growing up in a house like that, it was pretty easy. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Fast forward a little bit. The classmates. Mm-hmm. You was a part of the classmates, correct? Yes, sir. So um, <clears throat> who was all a part of the classmates for people that don't know? Um, So myself, uh, Snook, who's now my manager, uh, Frankie Zombie, who's uh, one of the, you know, the biggest mm-hmm. artists in the city, if not the South. You know what I'm saying? You definitely got to get him um, on. Definitely. Which, which would probably be in the world soon, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and Noble Sounds, who's a producer as well. Right. Tim. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did y'all make it from South Carolina to L.A.? Man, honestly, like, thinking about it now, it's, like, crazy. But so me and Snook was in a group. We had a group called Prestige. And then Tim and Frankie were, like, originally the classmates by themselves. Right. And um, the first session me and Snook went to, like, at a real studio was in Atlanta at Patchwork with Missy Elliott. That's cool. And uh yeah. And uh this guy named Eddie Blackman, um, Snook had reached out to him and he put us in that session. And like that whole night we was on a high. Yeah. And of we course. was playing them the records because we were just songwriting at the time. We wasn't producing. Mm-hmm. And um the next day he was like, Who was producing the beats? And we told him, you know, Frankie and Tim. And uh we all got on a call and Eddie was like, Yo, all y'all need to be in a group together. It's a one stop shop. True. And we was like, Oh, perfect. So Fast forward maybe two months later, he literally got on a call with us and said, y'all boys need to be in New York or L.A. And we was like, all right. So we got on a call with each other. And we was like, so we need to move to L.A., fellas. And, um, like, literally, I think that night, I was like, October 14th. And then they was like, what was that? I was like, that's the day we moving. Let's buy tickets today. So we bought one-way tickets mm-hmm. to L.A., and then we had to find apartments and stuff like online or whatever. But okay. yeah, that's how we we end up doing it. And it was so, like a month out. Ooh. So I guess essentially that's the first time you jumped off the mountain. Yeah, um, I had a chance, opportunity uh, to go to DePaul, which is in Chicago, mm-hmm. for a school. But I ended up going to Upstate because I didn't know anybody who was going to be up there. Right. And like um, I regretted that decision for a while. Mm-hmm. So when this opportunity came, I was like, I'm about to jump off this cliff. You know what I'm saying? Trust yeah. my parachute. And, um, you know, like the gift and the curse is like when you have family who's so supportive, sometimes like 
they they look out for your well being so much that you'll start to second guess yourself. Yeah. So like when it came to this, like when we hopped off that phone, I had bought my ticket already, and I said, "Hey, my a pops, I'm I'm moving next month mm-hmm. to L.A." So I had already did it, you know, I already bought my ticket, so they couldn't talk me out of it. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like a lot of people around here, you know, like. Family is good. Like, family, you know, is always going to love you. But sometimes family just worry about you so much. It's like, well, well, they ask you so many questions. Yeah. And now you talk yourself out of potentially, you know, like you said, jumping off that cliff, mm-hmm. trusting your parachute. So yeah, there'll, there'll always be something that'll make you stay. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, so being in L.A., like, how was it, you know what I mean, starting out there just fresh, not knowing really anybody, you know what I mean, trying uh, to get your foot in the door? Man, to be honest with you. It was great and it was horrible. Like, <laughs> like it was no in between. It was one extreme to the other. Oh my gosh, bro! Yeah. Like it was days that were amazing, and then it was it, there was days it was like, oh my gosh, bro, I'm ready to go back to the crib. You know, like mm-hmm. because for one, being from the south, it's like you're used to people acting a certain way. You know, what I'm saying you you're used to, I guess, having. A certain comfortability with like your friends, like mm-hmm. going around introducing yourself to everybody gets tiring. You know what I'm saying? Like we out there with no whip. I ain't never rode the bus before. Like <laughs> yeah, public yeah. transportation is crazy. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. like, I'm in a whole new city. You got to watch what colors you wearing. Like yeah, all yeah. this kind of stuff, right? And it's like money situation. You ain't getting the bread you thought you was gonna get. Mm-hmm. You know when you thought you was gonna get it. You know like the women. It's like trying to balance out. Like okay, is she really like? Feeling me, or does she think I know somebody that can help? Like all that kind of stuff yeah, started yeah, yeah. like planning your mind. But it was good days too. Like we had a good, we had good times out there. But um, yeah, it was it was up and down. Like it was uh, yeah. a lot of up and downs. How do you think uh, being out of there like influenced your music? Um, a lot. Um, because it was just a different atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? Like going to a place, going to a city specifically where it doesn't really rain like that. Mm-hmm. It's like you like you wake up, like living here, you wake up and like the weather dictates like how you feel sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you might not be sad, but you ain't really like in a jolly mood all day if it's like gloomy outside, like, mm-hmm. you know, like tomorrow yeah. it might be like an overcast or something like that and chilly. Like you like, "All right, cool. I'm gonna keep it cool today." In LA, you wake up, you might be depressed, but it's sunny outside. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah, like, ah, yeah. oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hoping for rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got so, you. But yeah, that that influenced my music because I got I got comfortable with like listening to different sounds. You know what I'm saying? Like, like understanding like what people like in these different areas. You know what I'm saying? Um, and also just like being around a lot of different musicians who are from the West Coast. Like, that's a whole different sound than, you know, being down south or on the East Coast. Yeah. You got something? Not at right the yeah. moment. Not because, moment. you know what I mean? I got to say this to you because <laughs> your ass would just sit there the whole time. <laughs> that's true, I will. But nah, on high def, right this now. nigga be cooking. Because well, only two people. Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, Disclaimer, he is the Bobby Brown. He going to leave us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to happen. This, this is not true. Man, it's it's going to happen. I can't wait to shoot your shit up. When you <laughs> Ain't nobody come to see you, Otis. <laughs> see what I'm saying? Um, so being in LA with the classmates, mm-hmm. uh, is the classmates still together? Um, so that's a a no and a yes. Um, I wouldn't <laughs> okay. say I wouldn't say we aren't together. When we work together, we're the classmates. Yeah, but we're all individuals as well. 
Like okay. I said, when we when we came together, it wasn't like it wasn't like we were born in a group together. Like like your yeah, brothers, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm right, saying? It yeah. was like a put together type situation, you know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. we, you know, we already had a bond. So whenever we link up and we work together, of course, it's still the classmates, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, but we all have, we all are individuals as well. Like I said, you know, Frankie's on fire right now with the art, yeah, with the art and everything. Stuff, yeah. yeah, Noble's on fire right now with the beats. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm doing my thing. You know what I mean? Snook is more so like in touch with the management now. So, um, yeah. but yeah, it's still the classmates forever. So, where? Um, so let me see. I gotta, I gotta look at these questions. I ain't really, really, really rehearse them. I just kind of wanted to get you in here and, you know, what I mean, just have a conversation. Yeah, organically. Yeah. So, uh, lonely in Paris. Mm-hmm. How long did it take you to record this project? Uh, honestly, I started recording it like the day after my last project came out, and that came out in June. So. Roughly about four or five months. Where? So you just got right back into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you have the idea pre the last project or it just kind of... Well, I always had the title Lonely in Paris for something. Like, mm-hmm. I did a song a few years back called Lonely in Paris and um, that Frankie had produced. And yeah. um, I just loved the title. I thought it was a cool name. And it was like, well, a lot of people probably didn't hear that song, so let me just revamp it and just like put a new like spin on it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and use the whole like city of love theme throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I had I had the idea, but like all the songs were really organic, like yeah. they just came fluently. Yeah, uh, like I said, y'all walked in and we was jamming to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, my my favorite record on it is uh, somewhere in Paris. Mm, okay, it, and it's kind of biased. Because we from New York. That okay. Dream Mafia you know what I mean? And yeah. the Dream Mafia flipping. But that's why we did it. That's yeah, why we did yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, nah, that's, that shit was dope. Um, Yeah, so it's kind of short, mm-hmm. about like 27 minutes. Yeah. Was that uh by design? Or? Yeah, it was intentional. Okay. Um, so like during research, I, I noticed like most people's commute is like 30 minutes mm-hmm. from... from their house to their job, mm-hmm. from their job to, you know, the store near the house where they, you know, got to get some after work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like roughly 30 minutes. So even late night drives when you want to go see a lady or whatever, mm-hmm. like roughly 30 minutes. Um, it's rare that somebody lives right down the street. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, That's true. yeah. So e- even if they do, you're going to do something like to detour yourself to yeah, 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 make yeah. it 30 minutes. So I wanted it to be an easy listen to where when I send it to someone and say, hey, can you check this out? It's like, oh, I'll check it out on my way to work or I'll check yeah, it out yeah. like you know what I'm saying on my walk in the morning because it's 30 mm-hmm. minutes mm-hmm. was well, you know a little shy of 30 minutes and it's like people who make you know longer projects it's kind of hard because if I give you a project with 20 songs you probably never make it to song 16 you know what I'm saying yeah, being being true. a new artist it's really like yeah you know like people don't really listen to that many right. records so I try to give it to them Small increments. The last project was five songs. This one was uh was seven, eight, seven. So mm-hmm. yeah, just try to be intentional with that. So yeah. so therefore you can get a full listen by the time you got oh. the car and you can run it back. So you know? question. Yeah. So do you like make like a buttload of songs and then you be like, all right, I got like twenty songs right here. Since we're not gonna put them all on one mm-hmm. album, hmm, maybe I can grab these six and be like. Boom. Um, I used to do that. Um, like right now, on my hard drive, I have like over like fifteen hundred songs that ain't been out. You know, oh, wow. that ain't out. You know what I'm saying? And but with that, I'm always creating. Mm-hmm. So like sometimes I hate putting old music out. 
mm-hmm. because if I did something two years ago, it's gonna feel like two years ago when I put it next to something I did last week. Gotcha. You know, yeah. So when I start a project, I usually whatever I record, I try to make sure, like I said, I'm intentional with everything. Gotcha. So if I start a beat, or if I'm listening to a beat, and I know like I don't, I'm not really feeling this. I'm probably not gonna finish that song because it's just a waste of time. So I try to make sure gotcha. I use my time the right way. Yeah. Did you record it here? Yeah, yeah. I, um, we call it 412 Studios, you know what I'm saying? Recorded everything here um, in a small room, mm-hmm. uh, super vibes. I've been recording in this specific room for 15 years. Wow, nice. Yeah. yeah. So th- this is your third project this year, right? Third project this year, yep. yeah. Um, do you always like come into the year be like, this is, I'm going to put out these many projects or just go with the flow? Nah, this was the first year, like, I really was like trying to put out projects and be intentional with everything because beforehand just being a producer songwriter mm-hmm. it's like i slide in through the cracks behind people you know what i'm saying yeah. they might mm-hmm. not know what i've touched but like this year having a conversation with snook and brie i was like i want to you know be an artist in the forefront you know and like i don't have a plan on like how many albums i want to drop because i feel like you you might say five at the beginning of the year and it's like that doesn't become possible by the time you mm-hmm. get to November or something. Or you might say one, and now you got two more projects in the tuck that you like yeah, need to get out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you trying to force stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So right now, being an independent artist, we have the luxury to where we can drop whenever we want to. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I made a post yesterday. I was just like, I feel like dropping again. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I'm yeah. not. I'm not going to right now because I have to make sure people <laughs> hear this. Yeah. But yeah, I I have another project like ready to go right now. You know what Man. I'm saying? But. I, I can't do it. I can't do it to the people. I got to make sure, like, they yeah, get yeah, this yeah. and yeah, get the full vibe of this. Yep. So, uh, in this climate of, you know, streaming and stuff where you necessarily don't need a major label or a label, period, mm-hmm. uh, would you ever look that route? Are you still trying to be independent or? If the right opportunity came, for sure. Like, we yeah. never turned down a, a great opportunity. It has to make sense, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, being in various meetings, you know, in the last six, seven years, you know, with the classmates and having deals on the table, we had to turn down. Um, no, we didn't have to turn down, but we, we turned down yeah, stuff yeah. Um, because it just didn't make sense for, for people. You know, like mm-hmm. me and Snook talk about this all the time. If that if some of those deals were presented to just like me now, I wouldn't probably turn those down because it makes more sense for the one person. Yeah, you know? one person. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we're always looking to grow. And, um with these major labels, they help you get out there mm-hmm. as far as they help you with, you know, pushing your artwork. They help you pushing your, you know, pushing that to the fans, like finding new people to work with, um, setting you up on tour dates with, you know, a bigger artist you might be opening up for. Certain yeah. things as an independent, we might not have access to, you right. know what I'm saying? And the money, of course. Yeah, right? yeah of course. Yeah. The backing is great. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I, I love the project. Uh, from top to bottom, it uh, it made me want to do some stuff to my wife that I'm not going to tell y'all. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the, the funny thing about somewhere in Paris is, like, if you know me, know me. Like, I ain't really like a flagrant dude, and then like they're like, mm-hmm. like you won't hear like a lot of foul language coming out of my mouth. Yeah. So when it came to writing that record, um, Kay actually helped me produce on that one, and we was like, should I say the f bomb or should yeah, I yeah. not? But then it was like I went four different directions with it, and it always just came back to mm-hmm. this. Just feels right, like you know. Yeah, sometimes yeah, 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 it's yeah. like 
certain words have to be said in order for it to like hit the right way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like I was sending it to like certain women who I respect in like, you know, the musical aspect. And they was like, I was like, should I take this word out? They were like, no, like why would you take that out? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't know if it's like offensive or you know what I'm saying, like does yeah. it come off the wrong way, but yeah. apparently people love it. So Hey man, yeah. I we had a guy that came on the show that said, Shout out to KL. But uh he sings and raps. Mm. He says he doesn't curse when he raps, but he curses when he sings. Mm, okay. It's because when singing, like with rapping, you know, you got to be technical. Yeah, yeah. You know I me mean? writing everything down. You trying to get, you know I me, mean? you trying to get everything right. But with singing, it's just all on feeling. Yeah. So if it feels right to come out, mm, let it go. That's where yeah. he lets go. Yeah. So I that thought that sense. was interesting. Yeah. Um, So. Since we in the pandemic and stuff, uh, do you feel like what's been different for you putting out this project during the pandemic and putting out music outside of the pandemic? Um, I feel like putting out music inside the pandemic, which all three of these projects came out within mm-hmm. since March. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, yeah. Um, everybody been inside, so it gives people enough time to like actually listen. You know, mm-hmm. um, of course, people have cabin cabin fever so yeah. like they have time to listen to music or go outside put their airpods in and run around or whatever mm-hmm. you know drive around whatever you're doing so uh, beforehand i feel like okay with me personally i feel like it separates people who are super serious about their music and the people who was just like just trying to put stuff out and to see like if it catches on yeah. you know what i'm saying because yeah. you have to be dedicated and like to sit in a room and record music when you can't go sit down at a restaurant and eat or yeah. you know what I'm saying you'd be around the same people all day. Yeah. So I feel like with me not much change because I'm always recording in the first place. Yeah. Um I guess attention to detail, you know what I'm saying? Like when we post stuff, like what time of the day we posting, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. or like when are we dropping? Like when we do the listening parties, like what kind of parties we want to do for them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But everything else is pretty much the same. Honestly okay. for me. Yeah, because I was going to ask you, like, did any of this block your creativity? But it don't sound like it did. Nah, I'm all, like, if you ask anybody who around me, I'm always, like, I don't go to clubs and nothing like that. So, like, I'm always in front of the computer, listening to music, like, figuring out melodies, writing mm-hmm. down, you know, whatever I got to write down, and just trying to create. Because I feel like I want to make the music that people want to go out and have fun to or, like, want to ride to. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I have to make the music. So yeah. So I'm always, like, that's that's my canvas. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, how Frankie paints on. Yeah, yeah, can, yeah. Like, yeah. music is my canvas to where I can get it out. Word. The record I wonder mm-hmm. is another favorite of mine as well. Okay, Preach. That's, that's Snook's favorite, too. Yeah, yeah. That sounds, like a, uh, that sounds like a single you can hear on the radio right now. Oh, with, any, with anything that's going on right now. The crazy thing about that record, uh, shout out to Sir Ramal. That's the guy who produced the record. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually just got a placement with, this sounds crazy, but Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Okay, that's he, cool. Um, I don't know if y'all seen the ad. It's like the vote ad that mm-hmm. they have yeah. on TV. Like That's his beat, too. So he did that. Okay, cool. And um, I did I Wonder before I did any of these songs. Yeah. And... I played it for Snook. He was like, boy, they got to go. They got to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. And I was just like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. He was like, nah, that's it, Ron. That's it. And, um, yeah, we found a good spot for it on the project. And I just feel like the wordplay in there, like a lot of people like that idea. Like, yeah, I yeah. wonder if you, you wonder, wonder what I wonder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, nah, it, it's super catchy. Like, 
This nigga, I played it for him. He was like, "Shit, sound like the single." You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he, he was like, "He was like, fam, I heard this one time, and I already know, yeah, like the words and stuff to that's it." And good. I was like, "There you go, like that's, yeah, that's something everybody, every artist achieves is, yeah, hey, if I can play you a song, and by the next time you listen to it, you already mumbling mm-hmm. the words or saying the words, I got one." And that's what I feel like we was very intentional with that because. Honestly, I didn't want to make any album fillers. Yeah, I wanted yeah, everything. For sure. I wanted everything like to be a standalone and also fit into the storyline mm-hmm. as well. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So even though I wonder is like one of the shorter songs on there, mm-hmm. it's like like how you say like you remember it. You know, if if not the words, you remember like the cadence of it, yeah, yeah, the yeah. melodies and stuff like that. So we try to do that on every single song, mm-hmm. uh, which that was different because usually I'm like, oh, I just want to get something off real quick. Let me just get a a record to where I can just, you know, talk my, you know what I mean? But it's like, on this, I was like, bro, like, let's make perfect songs. Yeah. For us. Like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. not what everybody else might deem as perfect, but it's like, the yeah. switches gotta be perfect. You know what I'm saying? The samples gotta be perfect. Like, with Somewhere in Paris, like, I wanted that. I wanted to use that Junior Mafia joint for a minute. Yeah. But I didn't want to do it like in a traditional, like, sped up way or like mm-hmm. something fast. I wanted to do it slow and like, just like controversial, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and it worked. It worked out pretty good. Yeah, so. transitions between songs are um, very important. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They're very important. I think it's a very underrated um, aspect to yeah. certain albums because people don't realize you gotta like you don't want something that's just like mellow and then you go hype. Yeah, it's like oh, transition me. You gotta look at like a movie. You right? have to right. So sequencing uh, and shout out to Where's Neil who helped me sequence the project as well. Mm-hmm. Um, He's on the project yeah. too as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, but we always talk about this because he's a visual artist too. Like we mm-hmm. we see the music, you know what I mean. So, like with sequencing, bro. Like I look at it like movies, right? So if you have like a night scene, a morning scene, a night scene, a morning, it's like you throwing the the people mm-hmm. off. Like, like bro, what time of day is it? You feel me? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. so for us, we wanted to you know make sure we gave that. That feeling like, okay, when we get here, it's nighttime. When we end, it's nighttime. Now, you have moments to where it's like it's rising from the end to the beginning, right? So, you can yeah, be yeah, in the middle. Yeah. And that's like a movie, right? So, yeah. you have to treat things like a movie, like the transitions, like all of that. And I know like some of my favorite albums, like the Dream's first album, mm-hmm. the sequencing in that is amazing. Yeah. And um, Jay-Z uh, actually spoke about him sequencing one of Rihanna's albums. Yeah. And he was like, it's like the best thing ever because of the sequencing of it. Yeah. Cause you might not like a song like out, out of the sequence, but when you put it in there, it's like amazing. Right. So yeah. I feel like it's very important. Um, so I had a question written down. Do you find it, you know, as the classmates, I was basically like a, like a production yeah. team. Mm-hmm. And then you as days on 85, you know I mean? You're a singer, you're an artist. Like solely artists trying to break into the industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, in your opinion, which which collective is harder to get into, the production side or the artist side? Um, it depends, honestly. Um, like I still produce. Like I produced uh, most of the tracks on here um, with uh, a great team. Uh, I got PJ Donald, uh, K Austin. Um, Sarah Mall, Super Miles. Um, 
But I do feel like as an artist, it's harder because it's oversaturated. It's a lot of artists. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, like I said before, you can sneak in through the back door as a producer or a songwriter because you might not know, like, you in the club with somebody who produced, you know, who helped on Mask Off or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, But if he was an artist, you're going to know as soon as he walks in. Because yeah. producers, you know, they just get, you know, nobody mm -hmm. knows about them a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, so... um, it's easier to get in a room also when you're a producer because everybody wants beats. Right. Right? If you're a songwriter, everybody don't want you to be a feature. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I might not want somebody to be on the hook with me. But you got beats? Okay. Plug up. You know what I'm saying? It's just like the cameraman. Mm -hmm. Who don't want the cameraman to be in there? Right. Right? If you got a camera and, you know, you see J. Cole and a bunch of other artists, you probably can get in the room a lot faster than another artist could. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So I feel like it's harder to be, you know, an artist. Um but if you're creative, you gonna you gonna figure it out, for sure. That's right. Yeah. Um, oh, got anything else? Um, musical, I guess. Musically, who are some of your influences? Um, whew, that's a good one. Uh, Brandy is my favorite artist of all time. That's solid. Yeah. So there's nobody better than Brandy in, in the world. Uh, the only other person who probably sings better than Brandy is Jesus Christ. Himself, and we never heard him sing, but I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure he, you know I me. Mean? It was godly. <laughs> oh God. Think about Jesus singing. Like, I get to heaven, I'm saying, Lord, just bless me one time. <laughs> With a quick run. Uh, but Brandy, uh, growing up in church, uh, I have a lot of like gospel influences, so like Commission, Men of Standard, uh, Fred Hammond, Marcus Cole. Um, of course, like James Fauntleroy. Uh, yeah. Frank Ocean, um, oh my God, Jasmine Sullivan, mm. Kim Burrell, Tone, um, who else? The single singer. Yeah, yeah, I like, yeah. I like, I like, I like that. You know what I mean? Uh, of course, Breezy. Um, I love a lot of the like the newer people, like Party Next Door. Um, who else? It's a lot of people, but like. I lean more so towards like when I'm listening to like music like in my car by myself. Yeah. You you probably get in there, you hit me like playing brandy like gotcha. ten times out of ten days. You know the thing about party, well, <laughs> they know this. I can't stand party. Oh, you don't like party? I love how he I love the I love the man's ability to write a record. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's up there. He can write for anybody and it's fantastic. But him as an artist is trash to me. You don't like it? I love no, Party, I, man. I can't stand Party. I'm going to tell you a story about Party. The first album, when the first album came out, me, Snook, and my um, my guy, Troll, we used to drive to Atlanta like probably every week. Mm -hmm. And it was the first Party Next Door album and the Chance the Rapper Acid Rap album. Okay. Back to back. Like, yeah. one of them will go off, the other one will come on. This was back when you put CDs in Yeah, album. yeah, yeah. And, bro, like, those albums will always be like, yeah. Treasure to me, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But I mean, you know, everybody's entitled to their opinion. I love party, like, I like party, I like black, I like Bryson. Um, yeah, I like all of them are dope. Where, um, so I guess the next time we'll hear you is next year since we're so yeah. close to the end. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, I ain't, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna force nothing. Uh, I really want to put something else out, but I ain't yeah, gonna force yeah. nothing. You might get like a few like Instagram drops or something like yeah. that or like some on SoundCloud, but um, as far as like projects, yeah, I'm gonna keep it, I'm gonna keep just pushing this and mm -hmm. um, like I said, get all these visuals out. Uh, shout out to Adam Black, by the way. 
Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, 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 for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's crazy on the visuals right now. Yeah. Like I told him, I said, if I'm not if I'm not making your best products, like like helping you with the best product, then I feel like I'm like doing you a disservice. Yeah. Like I want I want him yeah. to be like, yo, like the videos I shoot with Days One Eighty Five is the best videos I ever shoot. Gotcha. So, I feel like we, I feel like we there right now. Cause yeah, yeah, the joints yeah. we got. Are yeah, yeah. When can we expect some of the videos to drop? Oh man, like super soon. Um, we trying to get some stuff out before Christmas, for yeah. sure. Um, yeah, the top of the year we're gonna go crazy. Okay, you know everything. Like I said, it was seven. Like we still shooting videos from the last tape too, Catch Twenty Two. Word. Like, and then me and Chemo got to shoot some joints. You yeah. know what I'm saying yeah, for season yeah, four. So, um, that messed up because. As soon as we dropped season four, like COVID hit, like the yeah, same yeah, week, yeah, like you yeah, feel yeah. me, like it really did. That one, that one was nice too. I appreciate yeah. it. We had a whole rollout ready, like it was crazy, like yeah. But we gonna we gonna get back on it, like so yeah. Top of the year, we are gonna go crazy. Um, yeah, man. I guess I will see y'all next. Year. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, um, yeah, y'all got anything yeah. else y'all wanna? Yeah, uh, before we go, uh. The thing that stood out to me about the album was you can put it up against anything that's quote unquote major, yeah, yeah. and it still sounds like you know it's facts. It's right up there. Yeah, yeah. and Appreciate it's like I know that took time to get to that point. Yeah. So, you, do you feel like right now you like making your best music that you've ever made? Yeah, for sure. Like, and I tell people all the time, like y'all do a podcast. I, I would hope that y'all wouldn't. That y'all goal wouldn't be, oh, let me make the best podcast in the city. Mm-hmm. It should be like, no, I, I want to be in competition with the Joe Buttons and the, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying, yeah, yeah. Brilliant Ill- yeah. Idiots and uh, Charlemagne and all them. I want to be in like competition with that. So it's the same with me. Like, I don't make music to be like, oh, I'm trying to make the best upstate album or the best South Carolina yeah, album. Yeah, yeah, that don't make yeah. sense. That yeah. don't make sense, bro. Like, because when you go to North Carolina, do you have the best album in North Carolina? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you go to Georgia, do you have the best? Like, can you even like compete? So like, I try to challenge everybody. Like, don't ever just try to like put yourself in like such a box. You mm-hmm. know? So that's great that you say that, man. Because I want my album to be talked about. Like, if you if you love Tory Lane's album, I want you to like love mine. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, in the yeah, same yeah. competition, like or Bryson or Chris or whoever else is in my you know R and B pack. You know, SZA, whoever. It's like I don't make music to be like, oh yeah, he got the best album in the city, which is which which is great if you think that as well, right? But it's like I want to be like, yo, like he competing with them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I was a hooper, I don't want to be the best hooper in the city, and now I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah it makes right, sense. Right, now right, I go right. now I go to tryouts and I like for the Hornets and I suck. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like nah, they be like, well, he can ball at the YMCA though. Yeah, he can. It's like nah, <laughs> he can ball wherever. You know what I'm saying? So. Like I feel like I can pretty much produce whenever, you know what I'm saying? Which is like you said, it, t- it takes time, but I've always had that confidence in myself. And I feel like going back to your previous question with the LA thing, I think that helped because a lot of times people look at you a little differently when you leave, you know what I'm saying? Because they're like, oh, he he might be somebody because he left or he lived in LA or something like that or he lived yeah. in Atlanta. And it's just like that gives you confidence because you know when you get out there, like. I'm in sessions with people like I used to listen to when I was a kid, you know? So now I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be here. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So now I do have that. I I have that, like, overwhelming confidence. Like, I'm supposed to create on this level. So, yeah, it feels good when people, you know, say stuff like that. Like, yeah, you up here with them because mm-hmm. I, that's what I'm trying to be, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So you here full time now? Yeah, yeah. I've been here. 
I've been here for four years full time, but like I'm, you know, I'm in Atlanta often. You know, what yeah. I'm saying. Uh, flying out to uh, LA, you know, when this whole crisis ain't happening, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I'm yeah, gonna yeah. go as much as I can, but yeah, I'm 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 standing out Word. here. Snook, you still in LA, right? Yeah. Word, man, dude. I'm glad y'all came by, man. I appreciate y'all for having yeah, us. Man. Yeah, yeah. We was we was gonna shut views down for the rest of the year. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Just take a break and you yeah, know, yeah. retool for the next year. But Snook reached out to me and. You know, we was kind of talking at the sit down too, and yeah, I was yeah. like, "Yeah, I definitely got to have you on." So, and while he was here, while yeah. he was here, I know uh, you pushed the flight back or whatever. So, I'm glad I got y'all in here. Glad I got to talk to you, man. Appreciate you know, y'all, chop it up. And uh, yeah, man, plug your socials in and where everybody can listen to the album for sure. Um, so you can catch me on Instagram at days on eighty five underscore um, spelt how it sounds, but it's at d a y s. Eight five underscore, and uh, you can listen to the album. No, uh, nowhere in Paris. Uh, Lonely in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't in Paris right now, but Lonely in Paris yeah. on all your streaming platforms. Word. I got anything else y'all want to add? You snook. You want to plug in your socials, nigga? Uh, <laughs> you can. Well, yeah. For what it's worth, uh, um, what am I on Instagram? Uh, Darnell Darnell W97 <laughs> Darnell W97 on Instagram Yeah man Hey and also We gotta talk about the Israelite stuff You've been You've been reading and stuff Cause you know what I mean That's kind of something we've been on as well Yeah 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 For sure For sure yeah man That was us Views with Days on 85 And We out Yes sir